Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. This is a new episode of the No Words Barred podcast. This is your mo- hope most. This is your, the, the hostess with the mostest, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Joined by my man Chris Mack wow. over in ATL. And um, how's everything going over there with you, bro? Hey, hey, man. The Atlanta Braves winning 13 straight games. I'm feeling pretty good. Right now, I know your Bronx Farmers are doing some damage too. So I was about to say, I'm like, it's looking solid, man. Oh, hey, 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 yeah, it's nothing, nothing compared to right now. But hey, we're currently the hottest team in the league, so you know that. I mean, I can't. They're 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 hitting just as hard. (laughs) It's only a matter of time for the y'all. You know, hopefully, you know y'all y'all got to pull y'all weight, man. We're looking to repeat. You want to want to get Braves Yankees World Series, man. No, 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 no. We're not getting a Yankees Braves World Series. We're not doing that. No, no, no. Unfortunately, um, you're telling me y'all going to get bounced out again, man? That's what you're telling me, dog. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm not saying we get coming. bounced. It uh-huh. is going to be, you know what? I'm going to make a bold, bold prediction about baseball. It's going to be Yankees and Dodgers. World hmm. Series. Yankees and Dodgers. Finally, I mean, finally. I, honestly, I wouldn't be mad at it because you know Atlanta already secured uh, their title last season. Yeah, you know, so we're, we're good for another decade here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but you know, I mean, I, I, need, I need like I, I've been rooting, I've been rooting for New York to you know get back to their former glory for a little bit, man. You know, they've been they've been they've been, they've been letting me down these last few seasons. Ah, so I really nah. need them to do it this time around, man. No, what's what's going to wind up happening is this, man. In playoffs. This is my this is my playoff scenario. What's going to happen? The final four teams in the AL is going to be Yankees and Angels, and over the National League, it's going to be Dodgers and Mets. Like that's what's going to turn out to be. It's going to be New York, LA, New York, California against each other. Like in in in. in that's you know. definitely very bold, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, feel no, like no. one of the, the ALCS two teams. ALCS and NLCS, yes. I feel like one of the two teams from each city is going to get far. I don't know about the other one. No. It, it, it's that's The Mets are winning the, the NL East. I'm sorry. You, I know you yeah, don't want to hear they, that. They, about I mean, they, they, it's, it's still a pretty big gap, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. as but, long as the Braves close out strong, they're going to be in the mix. But then again, you know, the, as with more of these rule changes with Major League Baseball, now they have an extra wild card spot. So it's like, it's getting to the point where I'm like, all right, y'all just giving too many teams playoff spots now. And it's not necessary. It really isn't necessary at all. Um, I think, yeah, like it's, I think it's like now two wild card spots, or maybe three, one of the two. Oh, wow. It's, 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 it's too many. It's too many at the end of the day. It's too many. But, um, but yeah, that's like I said. But the way I always feel about this is, and, and I'm about my Yankees, how I feel is that I don't care what they do right now. It's where are you going to be at come late August, September? If we are comfortably, if we're in first place in the division and we got a sizable lead or whatever is the second team, second place team in the division, and let's say it's literally, you know, September 1st. Then you know what I'm, I'm gonna feel comfortable. I'm not gonna say that I feel like it's a definite like a collapse can happen because with the Yankees every year now it seems like it's the inevitable time where we just get injured. I don't know why. It's just one of those things that just happens every season. It, at least what it feel what it's felt like for the past four or five seasons. It's always somebody getting injured. 
throws everything off. But I think this year, what's different about it is that we have the actual we have actual depth, um, uh, with the position players. Especially, we got good, great depth with our pitchers. That is the key thing. Our defense and pitching um, mm-hmm. is, is better this year than it has been in, in the previous two, three years. Um, okay. Yeah, we have great offense. The offense will always be there, but you know, at the same time, it's like the pitches. You know, the pitches got to do their job, and the defense got to do their job too. So, defensively, pitching wise, we're in a very good position. But it is also a contract year for Aaron Judge. So, and clearly he's been, <laughs> Aaron Judge is, he's, he's been killing it, you know, all season long. I think he's like, I got like 25, 26 home runs or something like that already. So, um, so yeah, he's on a good pace. He's on a yeah, pace. Yeah, sounds that like he, some uh, contract year numbers right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, granted, you know, it's, you know, do I feel like we should pay the guy? Pay the guy. I think we should pay the guy. I mean, yeah. it's you know, it's one of those things that there's just certain players that you just, just I'm not gonna say, oh, pull out the Brinks trucks because I really feel like there is a limit now. There is a limit on how much we possibly, you know, should pay him. But as far as what he's making now, yeah, way more than what he's making now. Give him the money um, that it's right. Like it, it, the numbers match up. Depending on you know the matchup, what he does production wise, um, he is on pace to possibly, if he continues at this pace, to um, smash Roger Maris's home run record for for the Yankees. Um, oh, of 61, wow. 61. Okay. Um, So yeah, you know, let and of course it could, slumps happen, injuries happen. I'm a knock on wood so that the injury doesn't happen. Um, but we're in a good position, good position. We're in a good spot. Um, it's just, just got to keep the foot on the pedal and, um, and, and just keep it going, man. Just, just keep it going into, um, you know, come fall, but worry about that when the time is, when that time is near, when that bridge needs to be crossed though, but it's all good. Everything will work itself out, man, in the end, you know, but, and then I don't know. Have you been watching any? Of the, uh, I know you said you was going to try. Have you watched any of the Stanley Cup Finals, by the way? Or the, uh, you know, I've been the following playoffs. it a little bit. I've been following a little bit of the playoffs, but I haven't. Been, I, I haven't been watching too much of it. Gotcha. Uh, however, I know you are very happy that very um one half yes of your rival teams is gone at yes. the expense of Tampa Bay getting through. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but it's still it's it's, it's final season. It, the final the finals going to be starting up soon, right? I haven't missed game one yet, have I? No, no, it starts up tomorrow. All right, great, awesome. Tomorrow. So uh, it's, yeah. it's going to be um, it's Edmonton and Tampa, right? Nah, nah, uh, Colorado and Tampa, Colorado, Colorado and Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're okay. argu- arguably the two best teams in the league, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. So from and, standing and, wise, you know, and I always kind of felt, you know, if you're going to win the title. You want to beat the champs. You want to beat the defending champs. And Colorado has a chance to do it. They can do it. But I got to be honest, uh, with this Tampa team, they they are they are scary good. They're they are scary They're good. Um, mm-hmm. um they Vas- Vasilevsky is is an incredible goalie who shows up in playoff time. I mean, that's that's what you that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Timely goals, timely scoring. 
great goaltending, there's a very high percentage that you get that consistently in the playoffs. Um, you're going to go far. That's just that's just how it is. But that that whole team is just there. There is ridiculous. Um, like I said, like you and you alluded. You know, I don't want Tampa to win the third Stanley Cup in a row. I don't want that. Um, because there's the more that they win in the playoffs and they don't lose, the more of a threat that they make to certain records that my Islanders had did back in the early eighties in our dynasty. We are the last, as far as the NHL is concerned, we are the last NHL team, Hmm. uh, American NHL team to Hmm. have won four in a row. Better yet, we made the finals five years in a row. We have a record that Mm -hmm. personally will never get broken ever again. 19 consecutive series, playoff series wins. 19. Tampa, if Tampa wins the Stanley Cup for the third year in a row, they would have only won 11 straight series in a row. Wow. In order for Tampa to catch up to that 19, they would possibly have to win two more Stanley Cups. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I'm sorry. The way the league is now, and it's just it's just not the way it's constructed. This is not happening. And what they're doing now, don't get me wrong. What they're doing now, it's remarkable. It's fascinating, especially when it's in the salary cap era. Um, and, and it's just there's just so much things, so much variables, um, and the parity. It's 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 a lot of stuff. And like I said, personally, do I want them to lose? Yes, I want them to lose. I don't want them to match any records uh, of of my team. But um, it's going to be a very interesting series. It's going to be a good series. And I'm going to say Colorado wins it in seven. Colorado wins it in seven. It's not going to hmm. be a short series at all. Um, they 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 got okay. the talent to beat Tampa for sure. They got a better. They got better talent than Toronto, that that got Tampa to Game Seven in the first round. I'll I'll put it that way. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like I said, Colorado seven. That's what I'm sticking with. And you know, as far as predictions is concerned. But um, speaking of predictions, so as you found out, we are now now we're in the NBA Finals, right? Boston, yeah, yeah. Golden State. And there is a certain person that has said um, they made a bold prediction at the, in the last episode that we did two weeks ago. And I specifically said Warriors are going to win this in six. But mm-hmm. Boston was going to win game one. Yeah. And guess what happened? Boston won game one. Halfway and there, man. We, I'm halfway there. I'm almost there. Thursday can't come soon enough. Cause oh, man. Yeah. If, in case this, anybody this doesn't know, funny show, man. yeah, yeah. As of this recording, Golden State has a three-two lead over Boston. Um, they, they, Golden State had won um, Game Five last night. Um, it was pretty much a back and forth game um, for for the most part up until um, the third quarter, and that's when, or should I say, the fourth quarter, and that's when the wheels just fell off for uh, for Boston. Man, they couldn't. They couldn't buy a shot for nothing. They couldn't make anything. But that's credit to Golden State's defense, too. I don't want to take yeah. that away from them. Because Golden yeah. State was a top defensive team in the NBA. They, they, they were the best defense in the NBA for that's quite what some I'm saying. time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Like, yep. everybody want to focus on Steph and the offense. I get that. 
but do not discredit this defense. This defense is, like you said, first in the league. So this shouldn't come as a surprise, technically. But Boston has done great. They've been on a roll since, you know, pretty much the second the start of the second half of the NBA season. And, um, you know, what they're doing is is remarkable. But I have to tell you, Celtics fans, the Cinderella story, if you want to call it a Cinderella story, is it's going to end on, on Thursday. Um, I mean, it, it feels it feels like it's a bridge too far for them right now. Yeah, um, yeah considering yeah. that they've already went through two seven game series, and now and those were like physically grueling and very very taxing for them going into this one. And while they've been showing a lot of grit, and a lot of fight, uh, especially in the last two games, uh, it, it it's also showing that they could go down long stretches without scoring, and it really pays. It, it kills them in the end. Yeah. Uh, especially in those fourth quarters where they've been known to be the kings of the fourth yeah. uh, these last few, um, this this whole season, well, for most of the season and in the playoffs, and they've been outplayed by Golden State. Yeah, they uh, they, They've just been outworked. They've been outcoached, uh, and, and they've been outhustled. Yeah, and they're 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 getting outsmarted now too, especially with the uh, the mental mind games that Draymond Green's been trying to pull off now with um with oh, uh, Jason yeah. Tatum and oh, Jalen yeah. Brown and all the guys. And so I know it's going to be it's definitely going to be um like it's it's going to be a, a mental war zone come Thursday <laughs> night in Game oh. Six and it, all the tricks that he's going to try to pull out to um get them out of their get them out of their um. Get them out of their game. Get them out of their zone because it's pretty apparent that Golden State is going to try to go for the juggler um, when they go to Boston and try to end it as early as possible. Um, but I will say this, man. Stephen Curry is absolutely phenomenal. He is. Uh, he's, he's, been, he's been great all series long. And, and Andrew Wiggins, though, that's the turnaround that he's made yes. uh, in these last couple of games. Or it's yes. just – I don't know. I don't know if it's straight mind getting into his ear or, or, or a switch just flip, but he's just begin to play more aggressively, mm-hmm. and he's been getting to the basket with so much ease. Uh, and I, I think that's also could be attributed to uh, Steph's playmaking and the fact that he does, you know, take a lot of the gravity um, in the offense, yeah, and, and everyone be driving to him. It gives you know Wiggins the space to um, to not only create but to make his shots, get to the spots that he wants to get, and just dominate. Right, and he's been looking really superb, and, and a very a very important piece for them and their um and their offense and defense. And it makes me wonder, um, you know, they pull this off and they get the win. Um, not not really uh, as a fact of Wiggins being a, a Finals MVP candidate or even the the possible winner. But the fact his value is going to go sky high, and oh, yeah, it makes things very interesting for them, you know, going forward with them and in his contract, you know, as the the years begin to expire for it, um, whether he will, you know, sign back on and take a pay cut, you know, to stay on the team, or he could get traded for great value, um, going, you know, going forward, or and he'd be able to sign a bigger deal elsewhere. Uh, it's it's, it's it's a good turnaround. It's it's just a good nice story to see um, him finally realizes his potential in a new role. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I I've been very happy to see uh, Wiggins play as good as he's been playing in in, in this finals. 
um, specifically since that's, you know, that's the main focus right now. And, you know, uh, you, you think back at, you know, all the way back to when he was drafted by Cleveland, right? You know, he, uh, yeah. you know, he came in there and, you know, it wasn't a great, wasn't a great fit, I guess. And then he goes to Minnesota and, you know, that's when we really started to see. He, he, he was, he was traded before he played in the um, Cavaliers jersey. Yeah. 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 Right, 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 right. That's right. That's right. He was. I totally forgot it. I totally forgot about it. Thank you for reminding me. Um, but but it wasn't really until you know, you know, when he started playing, getting main main minutes over in Minnesota, that we started to see the bits and pieces, like the flashes of of I guess behind the hype, if you want to call it, um, behind him getting even getting to be drafted number one pick in, in general. And, you know, a lot of people, um, I do remember this, um, the fast forward to, you know, earlier this season with Wiggins, because um, correct me if I'm wrong, because he did get to the, he was voted into the All-Star game, right, Wiggins? Mm-hmm. So, All-Star starter. That's what I'm saying. And there were people, there were a lot of doubters. There was a lot of naysayers that questioned him. Why was he put in, why was he voted a starter? And golden state or whatever and i had to break it to the people that were doubting him then like you see what he's been doing in this finals and you know he was he deserved he deserved that all-star star let me put it that way he deserved it and even though he you know in the season he only played 73 games in the season you know he averaged like you know 17 uh 17 to you know whatever um Four rebounds, you know, like there, there wasn't like nothing that was, you know, gaudy, you know, like that that would just come jump at you. But it was enough for him to get into the All Star game. But if you look at, you know, the body work that he's been doing, um, specifically these past two games, man, um, that that was, I that that's been great. That's some great basketball. And, double double machine, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, and honestly, with Game Six. I know I specifically predicted that Curry is going to win MVP, which I still feel like it, he's still going to win it, even if Wiggins have a has a good game on game in Game Six. Um, I think if Curry still just scores thirty points, no matter how yeah. he does it, regardless of how bad of a shooting night he may have, Curry gets thirty points. Golden State wins. Curry's going to MVP. He's, I mean, he's, I, getting, just, he's, he's getting the MVP, but uh, I I wouldn't put it past Wiggins having another great game, or or he he's are they going to start keying into him, um in Game Six, allowing someone else to have a great game like Jordan Poole or yeah. Clay Thompson going in again? Is hey. this this is the um, recipe that you know Boston you know, you know has been worried about? Yeah, is, uh, if uh, you know one of their one of the, um. When someone else other than Steph starts getting off, and they they have to worry about him, there another one could happen, you know. So, so for Wiggins, I I feel like he could push for a thirty point game himself. He can and um uh, and, and close it out. But uh, but yeah, it's it's been mainly the Steph show. Just him yeah. being there creates so many opportunities for the rest of his teammates to contribute. And he haven't been doing that much in this series, but Game Six was a great um. Uh, one one of the better um, uh, examples of you know what they could do 
when it's a balanced attack and everyone's getting theirs and how they could complete and finish a game off yeah. and the way they finish the Celtics in that right. fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you look at the numbers um, specifically from the last game, you know, uh, like Golden State, they had a balanced attack. Like the only starter that really sucked bad um, for Golden State was Otto Porter, two points. But he only had three three field goal attempts. Um, but Wiggins had 26. Clay had 21. Curry, 16. Peyton, 15. Uh, Jordan Poole. Poole is really the guy that's been like he he's really been the guy that when he's hot when he's on his game yeah like, man it, it's that that's when it you, really you get the entire journey with Jordan Poole in this series so far <laughs> yeah like, definitely he he gave you three he gave you two incredible like third quarter buzzer beaters right uh, and yet you know when you see him prolong out there on the court he he will be a turnover machine and foul at the same time and these try and try to get these dumb passes off but it won't work it, it's it's just definitely the uh 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 the uh, double-sided headache you know that you can get out of him but as long as he's providing you know 14 points in 14 minutes or 17 points in 20 minutes you know that you could you could take the good with the bad yes you know what i mean definitely definitely and you know, and, and and don't get me wrong like with with the Celtics though like even the Celtics had a pretty good their starters had had a good balance but the the bench didn't give them shit. That that's the main difference here. Yeah. Golden State's bench has given them something, but Boston like it's specifically last game, game 5, like they didn't give them shit. They didn't give them nothing. The 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 most points anybody had from the bench Pretty much was a tie between Grant Williams, uh, Luke Cornett, Aaron Naismith. Like, come on. Like, come on. These guys, yeah, they only, two of these guys only had one yeah. shot. They've only made a three pointer to get three points, you know? So uh, it's, you can't have that. You can't have that. Derek White only got the one point, and he played 21 wow. minutes. Wait, wait. Derek White only scored one point in that game? One point. Oh man, yeah, that that's just just yeah, that it's their depth. The depth issues really are coming. Yeah, you know, very yeah, obvious man. here, especially when their starters are not scoring well, and you know no. that's mainly Jason Tatum's been in and out uh, with this uh, with his um, you know, his shooting in this series as well. Uh, he he played actually pretty well <laughs> uh, for the most part in um in games in game five, only to just come up short. And be completely quiet, and uh, in the the last few moments of the f- of the fourth quarter, uh, yeah, it's 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 rough. And then yeah. you know, and Marcus Smart, you know, uh, yeah, he's not providing much. No, uh, he, he's been playing. He's been playing well. He's been playing well defensively for sure. And you know, he, last game, you know, and he's been like, yeah, so he's been good. But as far as like, you know. Being there when it really matters towards the end, uh, yeah, he's been falling flat, and definitely they got him. They got in his head, you know, and uh, towards the end as well, you know, with the especially with that now that that foul that should have been a foul to begin with when Jordan Poole, when Jordan Poole was flopping, mm-hmm. uh, but hey, <laughs> at that point it, he it was it was too it was too late from he was already on a tech. 
I guess the refs made up their mind of how they were going to officiate him throughout that night. And it was, it was just a done deal from there. Yeah. I, the, the officiating too was, was piss poor. Um, they were, it was terrible. There was a, there was a good amount of fouls that went on and especially the, the one you, you mentioned, you know, Marcus Smart it, and, um, was it Peyton a pool? He had fouled and off an it was pass. Pool. It was pulled off an inbound pass, and he didn't make any contact with them. No, and no contact whatsoever. It was so much flopping going on, and Jeff Van Gundy he had pointed out. He's like, man, I hate it. I and it's true. Like it's 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 deliberate flopping, but the refs they they still they they fell for it. And uh, but the free throws actually there was a lot of missed free throws for Boston. That that also oh, came, yeah, it, came back it, and biked were, me were, ass. It was just, it was just a sloppy game for them. Yeah, overall, yeah. the the missed free throws, uh, the turnovers, uh, which they definitely have a problem with, um, is in the second half. It's like they're, they're unable to create any offense, and then yeah. when you add in those turnovers from it, you know, it, it's just hard for them to really you know close out a game. Or, or be able to complete it because, you know, Golden State can start getting on a run and and it can just hit a couple of three-pointers and it's it. Right. Yeah. It's overall, man, I, you know, to put a bow on all this, um, I just I just feel like um, there's just two things that I predict what's going to happen in game six. It's game six is going to be the closer. It's going to be the closest game out that throughout this whole series. Um, that's Actually, never mind. I feel that Golden State is going to be a blowout. I feel like it's going to be a blowout. Golden State wins. You think Golden State's just going to finish it right there? They're going to finish it right there, man. Clay Thompson's going yeah, to have, I, I he's going like, to, he's, I, he, I feel. I feel like either Clay or Poole are going to just have a monster game. Game six Clay, man. Mm-hmm. Game six, Clay. He's going to show up. Yeah, he's going he's to show up. And I want to make mm-hmm. one little thing about Clay Thompson. Like he's he has gradually gotten his shooting percentage has gotten a little bit better with each game. Um, it still feels like he there's some shots. I don't know what it is. Like either they're, they're like they come off as short. Um, I don't know if he's not getting enough lift off the, his jump shot yeah. or. He's like rushing still, it. I, I I don't know. Still, I think he's still getting them legs under him, man. Yeah, and um, but I mean he's he's doing all he can, you know. So he made clutch a couple of clutch threes in game four. Um, he had five threes last game, and I guess and, he, and for him to have with twenty one points last game wasn't bad. But uh, Clay, I I still and I said this um the other day while the game was on, uh. Clay is, is due for a 30 point game. And game six, clinching game, that's what's gonna happen. So Clay That's where he Clay, shines brightest, man. That's it. Clay's gonna get 30. I'm gonna say and I'm gonna stick with 30. Clay's gonna get his 30. Curry is probably gonna go for 35. Um Draymond is gonna go for 15. Draymond's gonna give you fi- Draymond is gonna give you 15. Yeah. Oh, he I mean, he 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 delivered. Um, he, and, he's he's going to get delivered yeah. last night. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. could just and he still found out, and I didn't even know. <laughs> That's how Doesn't good matter. of a game that he had. Doesn't matter as long as he's not finishing the game with more fouls and points. Yes, <laughs> that's that's you know Draymond is always going to be Draymond. He's going to do his own thing. 
regardless it's kind of funny though like after every game he does his own podcast it's it's kind of hilarious i think in a sense because like you know you got the players after the game press conference you know podium and stuff like that speaking to the guys i guess uh the press and, and i guess draymond's like fuck all that man like i'm depressed not depressed yeah i'm depressed okay and i'm just gonna just do my own thing and everybody just gonna listen even though I, I, I'm actually looking forward to you know if they if they win um they win on game six and they win the title his he's not uh up. His, his yeah his his NBA championship post press conference I, I'm I'm pretty certain that he will have most of the team on the show <laughs> I'll be tuned in because he's gonna talk the most shit he is gonna talk the most shit which is gonna be funny because like I'm like all right dude like you really only put up one. As of now, he only put up one good game, <laughs> one decent game in the series. I, mean, I don't really think you have a lot of shit to really talk. Um, but uh, if he puts up a, a, a repeat of what he did in game five or even better um, than what he did in game five in game six, I could promise you he is going to be talking the most shit. And before we transition out from this, I want to say this. There's going to be a lot of people who's going to reach for that fruit, that temptation fruit. That temptation fruit is going to be mentioning Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, uh-huh. You know it's bound to – it's inevitable. I know it's, yeah. it sucks for me to say it's inevitable. Like that low-hanging fruit, uh, ESPN, Fox, all of them, they're going, mm-hmm. they going to reach for it. They're going to reach for it. But I joked yesterday too. I was like, you know what? ESPN, uh, I thought this morning what was going to happen was um, the headline, the main headline, especially on like on, um, Undisputed on Fox. Um, like, yeah, Golden State Warriors, they won game five. What does this do for the, the legacy of LeBron James and the Lakers next season? If <laughs> like, like, I can see some <laughs> shit like that happen. Right. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? But, you know, it, these networks, they got they got they got pretty much a. They got a fetish for for LeBron and the Lakers. For, you know, they, they, I, I mean, just talking about the game alone should be enough. That's it. You know, that's it. But you know, they they got to they got to. Which ironically, Skip and Stephen A. They're gonna say whatever um mess that they're gonna say on there. And honestly, at this point, I don't buy or believe any of that shit that that comes out of their mouths anyway. So, um, now these days I don't. Um, but. I digress though. Um, but while we're still on the uh, the topic of basketball, um, it was a good movie that was put out there on Netflix um, the other day. Adam Sandler, Hustle. What, yeah, was, man. What did you it's What great. do you think of What did you think of it, man? Great. Hey, uh, yes. Uh, this, the man did it again. Like he, uh, I was going two for two with this. Uh, uh, what, what would you call this? Which is would it be a third win, uh, uh, a career renaissance of sorts for Sandler? He, somewhat, uh, because you know he always did a lot of comedy movies, but these this movie and um, Hidden Gems, um, more serious, gems. Uncut gems. and Hidden Gems. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> Hidden Gems wow. is definitely a different movie, man. Different movies, a lot of gems in there. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Uncut Gems. Um, yeah, you know. Two basketball movies in a row for him, uh, at least movies that centered around basketball um, and the plot. And um, he's he's done a pretty great job with this this type of serious role. And I'm all for it. 
I'm all for it. But then Adam Sandler has always been like Adam Sandler has been an avid basketball fan. He plays. Yeah. He be playing pickup yeah, all the time anyway. Yeah, he be hooping, man. Really like, he, legit hooping, not like on some oh, you know, I'm gonna just shoot the ball outside. Whatever, like no, like I mean, dude, dude is chubby in, in his fifties. You know, he yeah. will run out and try to play some run, and no matter where he's at, like yeah. this dude is he is a true hooper. He's a hoop fiend, and this this is definitely one of those movies for hoop lovers. Uh, but it's it's one of it's just something that you know. Anyone can watch. Like this is one of the most accessible movies I can see about not just not being centered around basketball, but it's also you know more of like a, a you know a comedy, you know a drama. Yeah, uh, you know this is it had it had it had a lot of uh, um interesting um acting spots. I, I feel like Macho Hunter Gomez is pretty good. Yeah, playing um play you know the the. The, you know the role of you know uh, unknown Spanish you know star you know unknown Spanish basketball talent that you know that's trying to grind his way into the NBA you know it did you know he have Anthony Edwards <laughs> yeah just he he was uh, honestly he he was the highlight for me on in the movie yeah oh um, yeah yeah he was great <laughs> like fantastic yeah. playing playing that antagonizing job. role that's it man. That's it. Like I didn't know. I never knew he had it in him like that. Like as far as within acting, the, but the, then the shit talk. The shit talk that he had in there. I, I feel like I. I know he definitely be saying that shit on, on the court for real. Right. Right. And, right. You know, I'm like, damn. I'm like, what the hell? Like, just listen to. Him. I was like, yeah, he. I, he definitely be saying this like right now. Like, and I'm pretty sure he was saying that to John in the playoffs. You yeah, know, I'm. I'm sure, man. I'm sure he was. He definitely was the highlight of the 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 scenes where you know what was the the combine like or the scrimmages or that type of stuff you know tryouts. Um, yeah, he he definitely was the um. I want to say the MVP. I guess so. I mean, like he he really yeah, he, did, he, he, he was he, great, he man. He was he did great. He did great. Um, Queen Latifah did Queen Latifah did Queen Latifah things, man. She's she's just Queen Latifah. That's all you can say. <laughs> they, they, they were they, they were definitely the uh, the perfect uh, quintessential interracial hoop couple, right? You know? Right. <laughs> like like from Philly. Like it it was just dope. To, it was just like the casting was all the, the casting was pretty really damn good from here. Good. Um, everyone played their roles well. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Like I say, it was it was like it it, it had really good layers to it. And I feel like this is uh, just another, you know, another um, banner statement in the in the world of the Sandler verse, man. I wonder if he's going to have another. He's going to do another movie like this. Like, like he's got he's got two so far. Will he do a third basketball movie? Will he be involved in the um, White Man Can't Jump remake? Now, who knows, man? They they might need him for that shit if it's going to be be any good. Question. In the movie, was I hallucinating? And, and and maybe you could help me out with this. Mm. Did I not see Kevin Garnett in this movie? Like for I like a quick was, second. I, I for a think quick he second. Was in there for a quick second. Right, right. Yeah. I forgot which scene it was, but he, I could have swore I saw Garnett in there. But but the thing is, when I looked at the end credits, they said there was no mention of him. There was no because they mentioned because like everybody, every player that or a person that was a coach or whatever that had a cameo in yeah. there, even if it was for like a quick two seconds, like they you know they showed all the people that the, the players did the cameo, but 
-hmm. I don't recall Kevin Garnett being in there. So, but I could have swore I saw him in there. He probably was. I'm not too sure, man. It was just like a quick one of those things. If you blink, you're gonna miss it. He was like eating or drinking something at a table with a couple of other people, and yeah, I I, I got to watch it again. But I I could have swore because I'm thinking to myself like, what Garnett is in here again? Like, there's a second movie in a row with him and Sandler <laughs> together. Uh, I would but, be surprised if it was though. Yeah. Right. 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 I ain't going to lie, though, there was a part of me before I saw the movie, because I really didn't read, like, I knew about the movie, but I didn't read, like, the synopsis of it. Um, Even when I went on Netflix and they normally tell you, like, what it's about. Like, I didn't read all that. I'm like, all I know is that there is this movie, Hustle, Adam Sandler is a basketball movie. I'm going to watch this shit. I'm going to watch it. Just right off right off the jump, I'm going to watch this. But then when I saw Queen Latifah, then I was like, okay, cool, 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 good. But I ain't going to lie, bro. I ain't going to lie. There was a small part of me that was wondering, like, this motherfucker Common better not show up in this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Common better not show up in this damn movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think we we got a Common appearance in the movie. He was nah, on nah, the nah, way, uh, he was on the N one mixtape um, documentary though, which was pretty. It was nice. I, I expected more, but yeah. I don't know. It's like for me yeah. at the same time. It's like I really couldn't expect. I wasn't ex- like, like I knew I mean, it, was it was short, it was a de- but it was, it was okay a decent for what summary. It was. For, I mean, this is one of those cases that that documentary was, uh, was one of those cases that you really had to be there. Yeah, uh, to right, right, right. The era and what like that was like I, I know we like we we both grew up in it. That that was just yeah. a, a special moment. Uh, it's it a moment that I that I I think is going to be duplicated in a way, but it's going to be brought back under a different form um and always it it that it, it but yeah it was just like a brief summary of what um what the and one history was all about yeah but but uh, okay he just had to be there like it yeah. was just nothing like like that you know seeing hot sauce is it ray for austin skip to my lou and the what they call hot sauce what they call them? Up, man. huh huh what they call hot sauce they what they name they what was the name? Hot ketchup or something like that? <laughs> Somebody oh, mentioned. Oh yeah, when oh yeah, when they were playing, when he was playing against uh, doing the program ranking. Yeah. That, oh, that program segment was pretty hilarious though. When Kyrie was like, "What? No." <laughs> he, after he was praising them for like forty minutes in that documentary, oh. and then when it comes to the point that it's like A one players making the ABA, and the ABA players like, "Hell no." Right. <laughs> was like, "Hell." And Kyrie said they were trained professionals. Like you know, we we do, they do this you know every day. Like they'll play basketball when they don't want to play basketball, and they yeah they say hot sauce was uh he went on a pro am run, and he got cooked <laughs> during that whole set. He was doing his moves, he was trying to get going, and then we got to the lane, he got blocked a whole high hell. I was like, damn. I mean that that it, it do be facts though, because the only one that really made it for real was uh was Austin was skip to my Lou. I yeah. feel like uh. If main event like was younger because he was much older when by the time you know and one was um, popping off, yeah, right. he probably could have made it too because he got the size. You know, uh, there's you know in this era now, this era will be much different because those players did expire. You know, a new generation of NBA players who end up expiring more with their style, and you know, and now 
I can see, you know, if there is going to be any street ballers now or pro-am style ballers today that could make an NBA, it's very likely that they will because they all pretty much share similar skill sets nowadays. Yeah, but, you know, it's to be in an NBA. But it's still, still NBA, levels of the shit, man. Yeah, It's still yeah. high levels of the shit. Yeah. But, you know, there at this time, there's still some, like, there could be some really highly skilled players that could make an NBA. As long as you have to work out the court. You know what? Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, though. And, and when I'm thinking about that, there was this idea that um, that I once heard. I can't remember who. I can't remember if it was my father or somebody else told me about it. And you know how we've been, like, disappointed with the dunk contest and stuff, and especially with all these guys yeah. trying to do yeah. these dunks that, honestly, I don't think they're able to really – they may do it one time, but they don't like. There's no way for them to do it consistently like that. And they always and they're always looking terrible, like garbage juice, terrible on, on TV. It, and yeah. and I think about a one, and I think about those guys that do all these tricks and stuff like that. And then I think about these that didn't they didn't there used to be a show, or it may still go on like on TNT. Um, it was like this dunk contest show. I forgot the exact name of it. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. You know yeah, what exactly, it's like right? A, it's like a dunk contest. Yeah, and right, they right. How these dudes from the street? Yeah, doing these wild dunks. Right, right. Have those, have those guys do the damn dunk. Have it, have it somebody, whatever, a player or whatever it is, have a representative or whatever, yeah. and you know, or maybe they could try to do a dunk themselves. And if they're not, then you know, it's like tag, tag a, tag a dunker or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean. It, 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 that those are, that's the only leaps they can go to now. If um, yeah. a lot of these guys that should be in the dunk contest, like uh, John Morant yeah. or Anthony Edwards and Zion Williamson, if they're not participating in it, Zion, you know, oh, what, what else can you do? Zion Zion has yeah, to, that's definitely not happening now. No, but, no. But Anthony Edwards and John, I'm like, there should be a that should be a, a layup <laughs> of choices to get in there. I'm like, well, it's not going to hurt the rep one bit. Well, we always felt that way with LeBron too, you know, and and he yeah, never yeah. did it, you know. But which to this day is still kind of a, I'm 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 disappointed in him that he didn't do it. But it's not killing me, but it's I'm disappointed. I, I'm just saying, um, has any old head like, um, have they criticized? Because like, you know they they criticize a lot of the current generation players for a lot of shit. But have they Maybe. normally criticized those players about not participating in dunk contests of all things? Uh, probably so. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there probably was some old heads that, that made a comment or whatever about the superstars. Now they don't I, I, do yeah, it, and you know, I think uh, I think Vince Carter, like he did, you know, he did, you know, he wasn't being uh, disrespectful or anything, but you know, he he was one of those players that you know, let's say when he participated in the dunk contest, he took that as a badge of honor. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, yeah. To, to do that, yeah, the way the way that that contest it elevated his career in ways they didn't expect. You know, because you know he all he had a he had a wonderful NBA career, but it was his, but he always went to that dunk contest. That that was, that was the one that immortalized him. Pretty much, and, you know. It, it it's it's just a it's a it's another batch <laughs> into it, it, someone's career. It's not going to make or break them. Per se, you know, anyone can have an embarrassing performance in a dunk contest, but if you have a really stellar one, that just only adds to your legend. Speaking of Vince, Car- did and I don't and, and before before we transition to, you know, talk about wrestling stuff. Um, did you ever watch that documentary, Vince Carter? 
of the Finsanity one? Yes, yeah. I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, it's it, and I mean, if you really think about it, like, and if you remember from watching it, like, it's crazy how that one dunk contest. You could you can make an argument say like just the Raptors franchise, like yeah, it, it <laughs> changed contest, Canada, man. Right, right. It changed a dunk Canada. contest, like it changed really, the whole country, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you could like I said, you can make the argument that one dunk contest of Vince won, and it helped that Tracy McGrady was in there too. But um, just the fact that you know he won it was so much of a big boost for city of Toronto and, and just the Raptors franchise in general. And, and obviously you could say you could make the case to saying that the apex of the Raptors franchise was the one in the title, you know, like three years ago, it's already been three years. Wow. Has it already been three years since? They, yeah. Damn. Yeah. No. Man, it's, it's been, Wait. it's been, it's yeah. been three seasons. Yeah, yeah. It's been Milwaukee won it last year. The Lakers before that, and then uh-huh. Toronto. Yeah, it was yeah. Toronto. Yeah, so it's wow, been three wow. seasons. Wow, wow, man. I mean, that really, that's the only title that they probably will win for like the next half century. But it won't right. matter, you know, because that 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 one is it just made their franchise. It did, man. It did. But at the end of the day, I guess I don't recall any. I'm pretty sure there's been old heads that says something about. These guys that not wanting to be in a dunk contest and, and and whatnot. And the one person I will say this though, who always is opinionated about stuff, and I can see where he probably would have said a lot of shit, even though he never did a gun dunk contest himself. And that is James Worthy. Um, but <laughs> but that's a different <laughs> that's a different combo for another day. But I just know yeah. James Worthy, listen, man, big game, James, Tar Hill Nation. Love mm-hmm. you, bro. I don't know if you all ever listen to this, but in case some happen, you happen to listen to this. Just, just we're good. We're good without the opinions, man. We're good without. <laughs> we're it's fine, bro. It's fine. Smoke your cigars and yeah, and do your we'll, little show. Uh, on, you know, whatever. And on, we'll always have that pack watch. Um, pack always. watch. Uh, me. You know, but yeah, I, <laughs> That's it, I don't right. need to hear any any of his opinions <laughs> at this point. Nah, nah, no, nah, not at all, man. But um. But yeah, but the to get off from the world of basketball, want to shift very quickly to world of wrestling. Um, you know, it's some it's been a couple of events that has happened lately. Let me ask you this, Chris. Um, the last time we did the last episode, did that MJF promo happen that week that we did the last episode, or did it happen after? I believe it happened the week of. Because I was going to go on my trip, and okay. well, yeah, and I believe we recorded it on a Tuesday. Yeah, yes, we recorded on a Tuesday because we didn't yes. know what was going to happen. Right, and a whole lot has happened since our last episode in the wrestling world oh, on yeah. both sides of mm-hmm. you know the national the North American wrestling landscape. I will yeah. say, yeah, uh, it's it is um it's it's been crazy. It's been chaotic. It's been, uh, in some aspects, downright gross. But you know, yeah, here we are, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are is right. Uh, let's see. Let's let's run down the stuff that's that has happened. Um, the four things that come to my mind: the MJF promo, um, the Punk Punk won the title. No, that was the, like a couple of days before we recorded. I think. Yeah, he, he won the title. Yeah, and he, he won the title. It, it, 
and, and then and, and now he's hurt. Open. He's hurt. Yeah. He yeah. he hasn't vacated the title. You know, they made that they made that clear, but he's injured. So they have to go with an interim champion now. Yeah, yeah. This smells summer of punk from twenty eleven all over again. I I don't know why. Um I I don't know how, how it could be because he ain't wrestling this summer. I, I know, but I'm talking about <laughs> you know, he gets he gets healthy and then he's like, Well, you know, I never was defeated as a champion and, and the interim champion is there and then they're like, Oh well, oh well. The interim champion says this, that he's the real champion. Punk says he's the real champion. And then, oh, I that's mean, they're, they're not really doing that because they, I, they, I, made, I hope they not. made it clear. They made it clear that when Punk returns, he will be challenging the interim champion for the, you know, the, you know who will be the actual world champion. Okay, I'm just, I'm just saying. So. I'm just but, saying we know how Tony Khan, how he could be with his mind. He, he has such an obsession yeah, with Vince and them. So I'm just, that's why I'm saying that. Like, I hope not, but I can never put put it past this dude. Unfortunately, and I know there are people that probably listen to this, and they're AEW people, and, and it's just I just can't put anything past this guy. I, you just can't. You just can't. It, it, the, even if it's the most ridiculous thing you could think of, you can never really say that he Tony Khan will not actually do the most ridiculous thing ever. It's I don't. That's just that's just my gut feeling with this dude. From everything I've seen from him since day one. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, you just never know. You just never know. It's, that's all. Um, so, yeah. So, let's say, like I said, MJF promo, um, punk, quote unquote, vacating whatever interim champion mess. Um, the Judgment Day <laughs> faction. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, that, that happened too. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah, a yeah. whole lot. A whole yeah. lot, man. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's crazy. But, hey, yo, shout out to Finn Balor, man. Your time is finally coming, bro. That's right. <laughs> I hope they do not. This is a silver platter moment, E. WWE, do not mess this up. Do not mess this up. Because this is pretty damn good. And it was one of those swerves that, you know what? It was pretty damn good, and it was a relief for once because I did not see that coming at all. I didn't. All I thought was in my top of my mind was like, all right, Rhea Ripley joins them, whatever. They're going to be whatever faction. They're going to run ramping yeah. long Raw. Did not for the single set because I remember I didn't watch that Raw, but I was looking at Twitter, and then I saw some people tweeting about, oh, like it was just like big capital letters like, what? So then I looked at the video that WWE had posted or somebody else had posted a clip and it the edge was, you know, in the ring on the ground, face down. And he was like beaten up. I was like, and then I see Finn and, 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 um, uh, Damian priest and, and Rhea standing up on, uh, you know, uh, they're standing above him. And I'm like, yeah, it was crazy. What this is going on. But then as <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at more stuff and I'm like, wow, they, wow. Okay. And I'm like, I'm with this. I'm perfectly fine with this. Um, okay. You got my interest. You got my interest with mm. it. Like they thoroughly surprised the hell out of me with that one. And I'm pretty sure with a lot of people too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was uh thoroughly shocked about that. And I'm trying to think what's the other one. And then of course, of course, recently, or very, very recently, uh, the unfortunate news with Jeff Hardy. And running in with the law again, and man, 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's that that mess. This is rough. Uh, like we saw this coming, though. Like I mean, we I, did. I saw, you you saw said you said for weeks like after that Darby Allen match, like you said it like man, this is not a good this is not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Yeah, I don't see this coming out well. And lo and behold, that's what happens. Like he doesn't need any. <laughs> He did not need it. And even when I saw that match, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why are you doing this type of match? Like, you don't like, need to do that at all. Uh, yeah, like his, his like his him him and Matt's bodies are like they can barely walk. You know, they're 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 pretty much, you know, walking CTE husk at this point. And and for, for Hardy to continue to do dangerous ladder spots well into his forties and it it is it did go and go get himself arrested. This is third DUI in ten years. He's already have a suspended license. Yeah, which is I believe it's a felony in Florida. Um, anything is a felony in Florida. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, anything is a felony in Florida. Uh, apparently, you know, during the entire like the video that was released, um. With uh, what he was uh, with um, getting searched by the cops, he said that he was going to have a cat scan. Uh, he was going to have a cat scan later in the week, before after the ladder match. <laughs> what the? Oh, who 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 thought that was a great idea? I, you know, it, that's it, what I was saying. He should not earlier. be doing this. He he should not even be in a wrestling ring, like you said beforehand. He should not even be in wrestling, period. Anymore. No, 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 not at all, man. Like, you don't, I, and I don't, you know, I don't understand. To I could, like, from a generational standpoint, you know, we harp on all these old wrestlers from, you know, the, the, the 80s, you know, whatever, or maybe in the early 90s. And, you know, they're still wrestling, and we're like, no, nah, like, why? Like, no, you don't need to do that. Um. Rick Flair is the perfect example. And then this dumbass is going to talk about, oh, well, I want one more match. And who's the other jackass that said, oh, yeah, I should join that too, do a match with you? Fucking Hulk Hogan. I'm like, this, this, <laughs> like the, you know, the previous generation, but a lot of that stuff is because not only were they careless with their money, like they just, and they, also with their bodies too, but they injected a lot of crazy shit in their bodies. But, and I look at now, you know, and I look at the Jeff Hardys of, of, of the world in, in wrestling. And and it's not like these guys were, you know, Jeff Hardy, the Hardy boys. Like, I mean, they, these are people, these are wrestlers that flourished. They were household names during the Attitude Era. You're talking about the part, the point in wrestling history where pretty much you could, it, the money was just ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying that everybody was getting paid like crazy amount, but the, the opportunity to make great money was there. And the Hardy Boys, uh-huh. being who they who they are, were they were in the forefront of the more popular wrestlers in the wrestling business during the the, the attitude, the wrestling boom period of the, yeah. the, the the late nineties, early two thousands, and you know, and, and there's no reason, and I and I can't say who you know what these wrestlers do with their money, whatever. But the point I'm making here is that. There should be no reason why they should still be doing these type of stunts and and whatever well into their damn forties. There is no need for that, 
And we all know about Jeff Hardy's his past, you know, his issues and whatever. And obviously, is this being his third DUI, in, you know, in so many years. And it, it's I just don't understand why. Like, why do you feel the need to keep having to come back? Is being in that crowd, and I know a lot of wrestlers they describe being in in the crowd and and and, and all that stuff in the ring. Like it's it's a, it's like a natural high. Like it's like a drug. It's it's an addictive drug. And it's just mm-hmm. like it's after a certain point, man, it's like, is it worth it? Is it worth like putting your body through all of that? And it's not like and it's not like Jeff Hardy still can't wrestle. I'm like, he could still wrestle, but he just doesn't need to wrestle in the style that everybody either is from nostalgic reasons want him to wrestle or whatever and he perceives in his own mind that he's still yeah. able to do. And there's just no need for that. Nobody's yeah, he, asking that. The the only problem is he 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 can't really work a wrestling match without having to do those spots now. I know, right? And, and, and you know his body can't take that shit anymore. No, no, yeah. not at all. And it's and it's sad. And and I know Matt Hardy. I and you before we recorded, we was I know we had a conversation about it, but you know Matt Hardy kind of is like the enabler too in, in all this. And and it's just um, it, it's just like somebody has to say no. And I know WWE what, what happened, you know how they that separation happened of him walking out in the middle of a match, and then they were like, "All right, fuck this, you're gone." Um, and it's not like they didn't. And if, from my recollection, it's not like WWE never had him do rehab. Like I'm pretty sure at one point they did have him do they, rehab, but he just refused him. it. Yeah, they offered it, but offered he refused him, it. Him. He refused it. He refused it. And I remember on Austin's um show on the WWE Network, he even said that. He's like, yeah, that was a dumb move. That was a dumb move. I regret that. But then now it's like you fast forward all these years, and it's like you're doing the same – you're making the same dumb, same dumb mistakes. And you know how it is. I, I, I personally feel with the, all that stuff, man, when you have these entertainers, these wrestlers specifically – they doing all this stuff and they keep on saying no. And I always fear that is something tragic is going to wind up happening. I pray to God that it never does. You know, I don't ever pray for anything tragic to happen to people in general. All right. Um, but but in this case, it's just like it's it's almost like it's a it's a roller coaster with no brakes. And there's that part of roller coaster, you know, it's it's. It goes through the ups and downs, and the Rakosa could deal with the ups and downs, but you can't go too fast when you're making that curve. You can't can't go too fast, and that's why I feel like where where it's heading right now It's like he's Hardy is on a roller coaster, and the the tracks is about to turn. They're about to they're about to go left or right, and he has to slow down, but there's no brakes on there. The brakes are broken, and unfortunately, that curve is going to lead to him. Is some going to be something tragic, or what looks like is going to happen now is him being in jail, and it's it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks to see that. It is. It's but disappointing. So it, it, it's the reality of it, but it sucks and disappointing to see that. Well, I mean, hey, you know, what can you do? Can't harp on it. You know, that's it is what it is, and you know, and and, and that's all you can do. But I don't want to ask you, like, what is the other thing? Because I remember when I had mentioned the, the Judgment Day faction you was like oh yeah i forgot about that was there something i didn't mention that else that happened um uh, Co- cody Rhodes, cody, I mean, I mean, cody, cody, cody with the steph with seth rollins that match 
Ridiculous. That's just amazing. Ridiculous. On a torn peck. Completely that torn peck, off the bone. That torn peck looked saying. disgusting. That yeah, looked it disgusting. Was, it, a, a lot, a, a good chunk of it was um, definitely a saturated. But yeah, he was. That, that was. It was pretty brutal. Um, how that bruise looked. But man, the way that he uh just went out there and gutted that match out. Yeah. And the fact that how him and Rollins were able to create, you know, uh, an incredible match, incredible Hell in a Cell match, you know, built around that injury. Right. Uh, was a. Uh, it was just great, man. This is going to be one of those matches. This is a career-defining match for Cody Rhodes. It's going to be one of those match that is going to be on those you know WWE highlight reels for, for oh, years, yeah, yeah. You know, for decades on end. And he's going to be immortalized for this moment alone. Easily. You know? You know, so, you know, the, the Hall of Fame ring is there for Cody <laughs> already. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, did, he doesn't well. he doesn't even have the he doesn't even have the world title yet. It's still ah, he's still got to get the world alone. title. Ah, he's yeah. still got to get the world title. He's going to have to have a good he, couple he's, of title he's, reigns. He's definitely just one. Just one is enough. I guess him. so. I, uh, it, but, it's, um, it's not going to yeah, just be one. It, it, but he 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 it, he will be a Hall of Famer, man. It, it, he's is part of the Rose lineage. Well, like Dustin's going to get one too. Oh yeah, and it, oh, you know, yeah. and so Cody's going to get his as well, and you know they both earned it, and he might get in twice. You know, um, one solo, and then you know, one is just a part of the Rose family. Ah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I know Dustin easily, but um, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot still to be written with Cody at, at the trajectory he's going. Yeah. He's on the right track. He's on the right track. He's on the right trajectory. Uh, yeah. he, you know, he if is, you want to include he, he what is he your did biggest before. baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far when he gets away. back from the injury, when that injury heals and he gets back, like the pop for that is going to be. It's ridiculous. It's going to be really ridiculous when they do that. So I'm looking forward to that. A um, couple of more things before we head out um, pertaining to wrestling. Um, another thing, uh, Money in the Bank qualifying matches are going on. Um, I made it. I, listen, you know me uh. with my predictions. I like to. I don't like to backtrack. I don't like to change them. I everything. I from what I've seen so far, my prediction is still true. It's still going good until it's not. With Liv Morgan, I'm saying that. Hey I, man, December no, I said that. She she's cooking up, man. You I know, said she it. actually made a she's she made a great turnaround. Uh, uh, but I, I don't I don't know if she's going to win Money in the Bank though. That's the that's the only thing you know. It's because she's 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 getting this natural build and natural progression in the rain. Like you still want to wait on it, you know. Let let it fester, man. Yeah. She is definitely a favorite to win it. But I don't see her winning it right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... But, you know, it's one of those things, man, you do also kind of don't want to risk waiting too long to pull the trigger. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's... True. It, it's one of those... It's it's a weird... It's a very weird thing. And there's still the, the still Bailey. Uh, still uh, Bailey uh, around yeah, yeah. there. There's still Bailey. There's still Bailey around the corner. And there's also potentially Charlotte, too. So, you know, yeah. I feel like there's going to be a surprise entry that's going to win out. In that women's money in the bank match, um, but I have Seth Rollins winning the men's match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Seth winning it again. Eh, okay, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to win it again. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be mad. At the same mm-hmm. time, I wouldn't be mad. Um, but you know, if he wins, all right, cool. If somebody else, I wonder who the somebody else is going to be. Um, Riddle. 
Is Riddle did has he qualified? Have he has he had a qualifying match? I miss Riddle. No, Roman. no, because he's um. But I know he has a match. I know, right? Yeah. I know. He's that's the reason Roman. why I'm asking. Right. That's why. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Because I know the stipulation with that match. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he he challenged Roman for the, the world title. So I don't think he's going to be able to participate in Money in the Bank. Um. Anyway. So which is which is interesting because you know you would think he would be a good pick for it as well. Right. But um, but I, I I would hold off from him for for this for the time being, um, but yeah, any other pick other than Seth, maybe Finn Balor. I mean, you know, they got they got to mix up to shake with them somehow, right? Uh, yeah, it could be Drew, something. you know. But but I, I, I but I know both those both those money in big matches are going to be crazy. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're pretty much the drawing card for the show. Uh, so it's going to, that's going to be an enjoyable show off the gate from those two matches alone, including the Raw Women's Title match with uh, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley, which that should be off the charts. Should be good. Should be good. Uh, man, I I guess one of those things, man, and we said it on the last episode, man. It's just I don't know, like this this handling of, of Bianca's uh, title reign is just I I don't know, man. <laughs> like it, it's I don't I have no. I don't know, man. It's just something about it, it just feels hollow. Something about yeah, it just feels I hollow. Mean, yeah, me. I mean, it, 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 it tends to be that way when folks are, you know, creating those voids for you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah so. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'm, I mean, I, I, won't, I won't be mad, uh, you know, if she drops it to Rhea here because I could see them just swapping the title back and forth throughout the summer. Yeah, so that, that that's going to be the divisions built around those two anyway. So I wouldn't be upset with that at all. But I, I see Bianca retaining the, in the first match and then Rhea get it in the second one. That's fair. That's fair. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I I think there needs to be. I know we had Becky as a, as the heel champ for, you know, several months. But um, Rhea Repley as as a heel champion, because the last time she was a cha- women's champion, she was a face. I think right. Uh, she started out as a heel, then turned face pretty quickly okay. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So you know you have that. But um, the one other thing I want to mention is we all know John Cena, twenty years coming oh, back man. to Raw. Yes. Um, you know, um, of course the inevitable showdown with you know Austin Theory. Um, yeah. You know that's gonna. I think that you know what I'm oh, fine. Uh, I think did, gonna, did she did she watch the post now? Um, uh, no, I didn't week. watch. I listen. I hear pose down, and I have like PTSD of Scott Steiner and Triple H. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to see a pose down ever again on a on a <laughs> Raw. No, 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 no. I don't like it. And it was just like really him against Lashley, like. And then and they, they, pulled, they, they're they're trying they're trying they're trying to get this man over, man. They trying they're their trying best. They're trying their best. They're trying to damn this, especially if you got to bring Cena into it. They're trying their damnness to do it. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to recreate, you know, when Cena, when he, with Kurt Angle. I don't know. I really don't know with that whole thing. But we're just going to have to wait and see with Raw with, with Cena. And we're just going to have to talk about that in the next episode, uh, you know, I suppose. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, man, I think, uh, I think I feel confident that we pretty much touched on the most important things. Um, yeah. that's happened in, in the past couple of weeks, you know, noteworthy stuff. Um, 
put into uh, the uh, within our interests, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You're, you know, I know interest, there's yes. a, there's a lot of noteworthy things that has happened today. Yeah. Well, uh, we only have within so the time. world, but we only have so much time. Yeah, you know, yeah. to pack so much stuff in. So you know, just only you know in a few tight hour that we were able to get everything good. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is this is us. This is us, bro. It's nowhere smart. Great show, by the way. Um, lots of tears that, I, but I don't. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. The lady, I'm gonna go on a tangent. Show. I don't want to go on a tangent with this. So, uh, so yeah. So we're gonna end, <laughs> we're gonna end the show with that. Um, as always, you could find us on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle, bro? It is rappers or actors. R A P P R E R S R. It's a whole lot of R's in there. Okay. So, um, but yeah, but I have R in place of the word R, uh, actors. I'm on Twitter. I, I am sometimes on Instagram, but I'm just mainly posting whatever I'm listening to at the time. And yeah, just come follow me. You know, I'm mainly just talking about, you know, anything that's wrestling related or Memphis rap related or anything with, uh, uh, going on in the world of soccer. So yeah, I'm fun to come through, come and follow. And you can find me on Twitter, uh, Mo underscore B underscore Noen. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, too. Uh, we got the No Words Bard cast Instagram page. We got the NW Bard podcast Twitter handle. Get us on there. We yeah, great on. account, man. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow us. Um, you know, we'll do our best to follow you back. Um, also, um, happy Father's Day. For for all the fathers listening to the podcast, wherever you're at, listening to this, yeah, bro, ha- wow, happy yeah, we Father's are, Day, yeah, we we yeah. Uh, we 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 um we we made it almost uh, for a full calendar year, bro. Like I remember when you had the Father's Day episode with you and your pops last year. That's definitely an episode everyone should go back to and revisit. Still, still, uh, it's, it's really a- great, uh, very informative. Um, that was just a dope conversation that you two had. Yeah, uh, but um. Yeah, man, it's just crazy, man. We we here again. Happy Father's Day to everyone. Happy Father's Day to my pops. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, yeah, uh, also a, a big big Braves fan, so he he's very excited about this winning streak. So yeah, yeah, man. So you know, it's um, yeah, it's already a year. Wow, wow, a little bit of sentimental moment there for me. But uh, but yes, by all means, um, listen to that episode. Um, gives a lot of insight of who I am. Um just me in general um it, and also you know learn some couple of basketball lessons from him um uh, along the way but uh but definitely um also do not forget find us on the family podcast network the family um a lot of great podcast shows there's a lot of new shows coming up too um that's coming up through the pipeline so by all means the family pn instagram page do not forget to follow that. Shout out to my man Cheats. He's been doing a lot of great work. He also has a new page out there. Um, if you are a, a baseball fan, Negro League fan specifically too, um, he has a page up for that. Um, you know, I will add that in the show's description, um, and I will also I'll also tweet that out on on um on our social network pages too. So take a look at that if that's something that you're interested in like i said there's a lot of great shows but but last last and, and and not least do not forget to sign up for the the newsletter for the family podcast network 
Um, it's not just about, you know, letting everybody know, like, when there's a new episode for a podcast out. No, no, they have st- different stuff going on, informative stuff, um, stuff that may be going around, go along, you know, around whatever it is, the interest. There, there is a section there when you sign up for it. You know, you could choose what's the stuff, the topics that you're interested in, whatever the podcast or whatever type of news content in general. Um, very big on content. You could choose that, those options there to cater to whatever it is that is your interest. So um, there's along the lines, well, there, there's a lot of great things that's going to happen soon in the next coming months um, as we last half of the year. So by all means, stay tuned for that. But I want to give everybody just a heads up. Spread the word to family, PN dot com newsletter sign up for that and um i think that's that's about it once again happy father's day to all the fathers out there um even the fathers to be you know can't forget y'all the fathers to be you know y'all y'all deserve this father's day too so y'all are not forgotten and um just stay safe everybody stay cool weather's getting hotter and um until next time y'all be safe Peace.